Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I love reading and hearing your stories, and I want to thank all of you who have sent me yours over the last several months. I enjoy them, and I know that when you allow me to share them on here, they give to others that hear them. I'm going to share two stories today from two men that I spoke with recently. One man's loyalty to his assumption closed a three-hour separation between him and his girlfriend. I'll get to his story in a bit, but first I want to share this one from a local businessman who had results within five minutes of his imaginal act. This man told me that his business license was coming up for renewal, and usually it's a very quick and easy process. He goes to the state's website, enters a little information, pays the fee, and then his insurance agent sends proof of insurance, liability, and workers' compensation to the state. Done deal. Nice and easy. But this year is different. In the days leading up to his license renewal, he was notified by the company that provides workers' comp that they are demanding an audit for his last two years, and they wouldn't renew his insurance policy until the audit was completed. Well, uh, the timing of the audit is awful. He had to get his operator's license renewed immediately and couldn't without a current workers' comp policy. He told me that although the situation looked bad, he had a calm knowingness that it would work out somehow. So he started working with his insurance agent, getting the requested documents and information to the workers' comp company. But nothing had really changed after several days. The audit was still going to happen and he still could not renew his business license. He told me that last week he was driving along the highway listening to Feeling Twisty. He had just finished episode 191, Outright Refusal. And he said that as he drove, he imagined getting an email from his insurance agent telling him that the whole thing had been resolved and he felt the relief and thrill that would naturally come with that news. He said he hadn't driven more than three or four miles when he had a thought to check his email on his phone. And what did he see? An email from his insurance agent telling him the whole thing was resolved. For some unknown reason, the insurance agent said, the workers' comp company suddenly treated this man's company as a new first-time customer and issued him a whole new policy. Not a renewal of the old, a new policy. And he was able to quickly get his business license renewed without having to stop any projects that he had already had going on. He said after a couple of days, he wanted to make sure he wasn't dreaming, so he contacted his insurance agent to confirm that yes, he does have the policy, and yes, she sent the information to the state so he could renew his business license, and everything worked out perfectly. He didn't wait to get home and get into a session to imagine his wish fulfilled. He didn't even pull off the highway to focus for a few minutes. As he drove, He made the fulfillment of his wish a present fact by imagining opening his email on his phone and seeing the email confirming his wish fulfilled. 
He had done everything he could do on the physical level, getting the requested information to his agent so she could send them to the company. There was nothing else he could do but go within and appropriate what he wanted. And he got confirmation within minutes. I love that. As soon as you recognize a desire, don't wait. Act right then. Decide right then that your desire is fulfilled. You don't have to worry about transmitting the details to something outside of you. <laughs> Let the gratitude and joy, satisfaction, whatever you might feel, come up from within you, knowing that it's done. Trust it. Now, the next story is about a guy and a girl. He and I talked a few weeks ago, and during our conversation, he told me about one big desire of his was to be closer to his girlfriend, geographically closer. He lives in New York City, and she lives three hours away. So he couldn't just pop over to see her anytime he pleased. They have to, had to plan it out, and it was a hassle to have to plan out the three-hour trip just to spend a day or two together. He wanted to be closer. So we talked about what it would feel like to live in the same city. And I gave him some examples of things to imagine, just suggestions. Each one of us has our own way of imagining, our own little scenes that naturally pop up when we imagine our wish fulfilled. And in fact, we all have our feelings, our own way of feeling our experiences. Well, a few weeks have passed and I heard from him yesterday. He said, I heard from my girlfriend. She said she's moving back to New York City. He said all of a sudden, she got a scholarship offer from NYU. <laughs> she's taking the scholarship and we will be back in the city within a couple of months and we'll be together. <laughs> I asked him what he imagined. And he said he imagined how it would feel not having to make the three-hour drive to see her. Hmm. He said he was thinking that it would probably end up being him that had to move to her city. But it just so happened that she is moving to his city, so he doesn't have to uproot his whole life to go to her city. He remained faithful to his assumption. He was loyal to the unseen reality that he already experienced in imagination. He was dwelling in the feeling of them being together without the stress of either of them having to travel the three hours. And it worked out in a way he could not have devised. You can't plan that. <laughs> we don't have to worry about the details. The men in these stories had done all they could and then turned within and trusted imagination, God, consciousness. Sometimes it's hard to do nothing to make our wish come true. We want to make, you know, one last argument for our case, try to convince someone to see it our way, defend ourselves, justify. We might even feel the urge to push our agenda onto someone else's Facebook page. <laughs> when I notice I'm acting toward my desire's fulfillment with stress, confusion, or any indecision, I stop it right there as soon as I notice it and I pull back. I relax my grip on the situation, and I trust that it's done. As I release my grip and stop trying to force it, I'm being still and knowing 
that I am God. The first principle, Psalm 46.10. It took me a while to realize how much more easily things come when I just get my hands off of it and stop trying to figure it out. When I'm leading with my head, I'll still reach my goal eventually, but it'll be stressful and messy and a lot of hard work. Why do I want to keep doing it that way? Do you? There are other situations where there's really nothing I can do to resolve it. My only option is to rely on imagination. I know now that regardless of what confronts me, I called it into being. There's only one cause. I can't experience anything outside of my consciousness of it. Neville says our life is all that we allow in consciousness for ourselves and others. I may not want to be sick or broke and may not even be imagining that I'm sick or broke, but I have no problem seeing a seeming other and judging them as sick and terminal or broke, destitute, pathetic. And I leave them in that state. Well, I'm allowing it for them in consciousness. So I'm allowing it for myself. That's getting into the topic of my next episode, the pruning shears of revision. I'll probably reference a previous episode I did on this, number 130, Sucker Pluckers. So you might want to check that one out too before episode 193. And thank you again for sending me your stories. I really enjoy hearing from you, whether it's a story or your questions, or you just want to say hi. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.